Assalamu alaikum. You're listening to Tech Sisters Stories. Tech Sisters is a community that connects you with other sisters who share your story, experiences, and goals so you no longer have to feel like the only one like you on your team. My name is Grace, and I get to interview the amazing women in our community, share their stories, and the lessons they learned. Today on Tech Sisters Stories, we are very happy to have Insha Tazim. Insha is an entrepreneurial visionary who is driven by enthusiasm. With her diverse range of skills, she works on bridging the divide between technology and people. She's on a mission to become a youthful leader in the realm of developing technologies. She's actively involved in the Islamic space and is currently establishing one for the Muslim youth, in addition to radiating love for her interests. She enjoys spending time with her family and friends and going for leisurely walks and parks to observe the natural world. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. Alhamdulillah. So how did this all start for you? How did you first get into tech? Well, this happened when I was at my final year of uh, bachelor's. I happened to come across a social media post regarding a startup bootcamp event, which is going to take place during my final year. I had a looked at looked at it and it sounded so exciting that I couldn't stop myself from registering for the event. So after I attended the event, I got explored to many different tech topics that were covered in the bootcamp. And it was so challenging me to dive into the new tech topics, which is very new and interesting for my skill set. So they had this challenge to develop a basic uh, MVP using some of the basic tech tools. And I happened to develop a very cute MVP for babies and toddlers in the UAE region. And it inspired me so much because this is a topic which is very close to my heart. And just experiencing the building of MVP and experiencing the different tech topics which were learned in the startup bootcamp, I ended up starting an internship at the tech startup through the challenge. So this is how I first landed into the tech space. You had a good boot camp and you went for it and you had that visionary experience. Okay. I'd like to hear more about your baby and toddler app. That sounds really cute. Yeah. So basically it was called Nutri Z app, providing like the right kind of meal plans for babies and toddlers. As you can see, like growing demand for unhealthy habits is rising nowadays due to junk food and many other things. So we thought like, why not develop an app? to combat those uh, challenges. Why not develop a healthy meal plan for babies and toddlers so that it will be really helpful for their mothers to develop meal plan at the home. So this is how the idea came into picture. Yeah, mashallah. So you're describing yourself as an entrepreneurial visionary. So what aspects of the startup culture, maybe this kind of took seed in this bootcamp, but what aspects of startups really are appealing to you? Is it the problem that you're trying to solve or is it the tech stack? Is it, you know, just the opportunity that's there? What, what's drawing you to these? To these? Right. So it's the problem that we are going to solve. As we say mm -hmm. that the problem is much bigger than the solution. So we are looking to solve the problem of unhealthy uh, like lifestyle for babies and toddlers and providing them a healthy meal plan with a healthy meal set in the future as future development plans of the app. Oh, fantastic, mashallah. And you said after the bootcamp that you went in, right into an internship. So how right. was that experience for you? 
So yeah, that was a brilliant experience. I was exposed to different areas of tech since it was early childhood startup as well. Mm -hmm. They made me explore different areas from development of the child to how the process is taking place into tech and how they're developing different websites and different apps for the children out there. So it was brilliant experience, not only tech, even operations, management and marketing. I was explored to different dimensions of the startup. So it, it was an extensive internship journey, I could say. That's great. It sounds like it was a natural progression of what you've learned from the bootcamp then. Exactly, 100%. And then from the internship, what was your next step? Yeah, so basically the internship was my first step into the tech world. So that did me to take up some technical courses, coding lessons and so on. I, I was immersed into the tech world and it gave me a sort of motivation to pursue something in the tech. So I thought, why not give it a try for pursuing masters in the technology or domain like it can be artificial intelligence or computer science. So that's how I was made to upskill myself. I took lots of technical courses, coding classes, and some of the online challenges. And that mm-hmm. paved my path for taking up masters at University of Birmingham, which I'm currently studying now. Oh, mashallah, that's fantastic. Thank you. And then I see in your history with Bound Security as a co-founder. So where was that coming in as well? Because that's quite interesting. Uh, right. So you could see I have like combinational kind of skill set. My bachelor's was done in business and now I'm studying for my master's in artificial intelligence. And along with that, I gained interest for cybersecurity as well. As you can see, there's grow- growing demand of tech apps and so on. So technical revolution is like a lot booming in this, today's world. Plus there's also a threat of cybersecurity attacks. Mm-hmm. So all this gave like rise to my interest in cybersecurity from the very beginning of my journey in our masters. I was always interested to know what kind of attacks are vulnerable to the startups or to any businesses. I'm studying artificial intelligence and I'll be running my own startup. So what kind of attacks uh, would my startup be having to face? I was just sitting and thinking for a while, like why not develop something like a cybersecurity body? for the ecosystem of startups so that they don't face this problem. Yeah, definitely. I think in the startup particularly, because the tech stack is something that is in the process of being built is particularly vulnerable. When you're just trying to build something fast and fail fast and you're being very lean and everything, security isn't the top of the priority. (laughs) You're just trying to get your product to work. So I guess... How can you use AI to improve a startup cybersecurity in a way that is very easy for them? All right. So AI can be used to deduct the attacks beforehand that will be taking place in the startups. So basically, I'm just figuring that out, like how we can use some AI algorithms to just notify uh, the users that your website is prone to attack or website is getting under attack. So I'm just like researching analysis. on yeah yeah making up an analysis or maybe researching on that point of view okay yeah mashallah that would be really helpful yes Um, what do you think about chat gpt and just the potentials there that have been explored a lot in the last (laughs) few months Uh, chat gpt is like a big monster 
Big monster, so really interesting. Yeah, big monster <laughs> for I, I think almost all the sectors of businesses has affected education, many different kind of tech startups and even the healthcare and so many different sectors have been affected by ChatGPT. On one mm. side, there are advantages and on the other side, there are dark disadvantages too. Advantages, as I can see that it's fast moving and it gives super fast answers. Then the human brain, it's like super intelligent to answer some of your questions. Yep. But some of the disadvantages are also that maybe the human brain can be less productive because of excessive use of chat GPT. So the creative, the creativity of the humans like will get diminished by excessive use of chat GPT. Like we are prone to use our brain more, but when chat GPT came into the picture for each and everything, design a meal plan or make a birthday uh, card. Instead of using the creativity, we just go to ChatGPT, open the browser and just tell ChatGPT design a meal plan and just gives the automated answers. Whereas before ChatGPT, even though Google was there, but not so prominent as ChatGPT, we were actually like prone to using our brains more before ChatGPT came. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, the way how I've been seeing it is it's like a tool like Spellcheck. And yes, through Spellcheck, my spelling has definitely gotten worse. But I also <laughs> write documents faster. <laughs> exactly. So in one, in one side, there are advantages that it's very efficient for your work. But other side, if it's like excessively used, then there are disadvantages too. Yeah, definitely. I think another disadvantage. So when we're recording this, ChatGPT had an outage earlier today. So a lot of the startups that use that have products that are based off of ChatGPT were affected because they couldn't work anymore right. because that's like a single point of entry, which is in the tech world that's mm -hmm. very bad. You definitely don't exactly. want to have single points of failure. Exactly. That's very right. Alhamdulillah. So you're working on your master's now. You have your plan for bound security. Mm -hmm. What are your next steps, Insha? Yeah, so my next steps in terms of like the startup world and my career perspective, Alhamdulillah, I have been reaching some milestones for that. And now next, I would be focusing on building something for the Islamic world. I have always been passionate about tech and Muslims and entrepreneurship, like entrepreneurship in Islam. So that is what I focus a lot more on. So next step would be to build an application for the Muslim youth. To help them find the true purpose in their life. I, I could see that there's a gap in the current Gen Z Muslims. Then I'm focusing on building something that would create a meaning for them as well as for myself and help to bridge that gap which Muslim youths are facing right now. So I would like to create like a balance between deen and dunya in the next coming days. So going a bit beyond productivity, beyond a basic to-do list, and going deeper yeah. into the meanings, having khushu throughout your day, connecting it with, you know, having that relationship between the deen and the dunya. We're very right. mindful of both. Yeah. So I would like to establish like a spiritual plus a productivity connection for the Muslim youth. This is something which I am like constantly working on. And inshallah, in the coming days, as I mentioned, it would get out in the market. Okay. Inshallah. 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 May Allah put Barakah in all of your efforts. That's also interesting. So you're doing this and you're doing it from the UAE. 
what has been your experience or maybe your anticipated experience of raising funds as a woman in that environment for a startup? Right. So currently we are in the ideation phase of the um, startup. So I haven't been explored to the funding phase as of now since we are in the ideation phase and then MVP is also under consideration. So after the MVP is done, we will go for some accelerator or the incubators program in order to get the support and funds from the investors. Good, good. And is there any like limitation or any restriction that you've felt so far? Or has it been just focus on your idea, get the MVP out there? Just trying to focus on my idea and get the MVP out there. And after the MVP falls into place, I will be focusing on the next steps. Fantastic. Yeah, I think that's very reasonable, inshallah. Do you feel like there are any assumptions that people have about you or about what you're trying to do? Yeah, there are quite few assumptions which people have about me since I'm coming from a non-technical background. There's always the assumption that since I've transitioned myself into tech, this is going to be a very challenging journey for me. And there's going to be like lots of hurdles which I'm going to face. So all that I can hear from people is since you're coming from non-technical background, transitioning into something very technical or leading a startup in a technical aspect would be very challenging. Think twice. Mm. So this is the quote I get to your think twice, but I see myself as a challenger. I love taking challenges and I love taking risks. So I feel that the more I'm challenged, the more I feel motivated. So this is what is keeping me go forward in my journey. How do you feel like you're able to, or your, what are your plans of overcoming that? Right. So uh, overcoming the technical challenge is one aspect which I'm working on. I do have like some of my other friends who are helping me overcoming this obstacles. Whereas in my personal journey, I've been like upskilling myself. As I said previously, I've been looking into different courses as how I can learn different topics. And I've also been like participating in many technical challenges physically. So that kind of experience is enabling me to overcome the technical challenges of my startup. Okay, mashallah, that sounds really wonderful. You really push it. You really are pushing yourself. Like you said, you're feeling very motivated by the challenge. Right. Yeah. And I think also it'll be interesting to see once you move past the MVP stage and you can start building the company, what you do with maybe getting a CTO or how you move, you know, hiring your first developer, those sorts of milestones will be very crucial probably, I'm assuming. Right. We are actually planning to have a CTO in yeah. the like company. So we have some steps for the CTO and what kind of experience, what kind of qualification he or she should have. So right now we are just on the planning journey of the future steps for the startup. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very early. It's, it's, um, I feel like one of the difficult things about having a startup is because you, there's so many things that you have to get through. There's so right. much that you need to do. <laughs> to build it but it's so important to get that idea stage right and to right. actually have a very solid mvp first right right exactly not get ahead of yourself yeah <laughs> and so what is something that you are most proud of um, on about my journey that i'm most proud of coming from like non-technical background and transitioning into tech and as well as exploring different areas of technical domain, as well as like the non-technical domain. So I'm very proud of my journey. Feel proud as well as humbled, like with the help of Allah and 
the help of my parents, I have been on this journey with their support. All this is possible. So my journey is like quite a bit of challenging as well as inspirational for me as when there were quite a lot of ups and downs in my career as well as like studying life. But overall, like I feel proud of my journey as of I am now. What kept you going during the down periods and during those challenges? Yeah, most importantly, I guess, is the long-term vision, which I see for developing or more safe for the tech startups. And most importantly, even for the Muslim youth, which I'm working on, the initiative. So the passion, the commitment, which I have within myself is what's keeping me going forward. MashaAllah. Amazing. And what is something in your journey so far that you regret or you wish that you did differently? Uh, right. Uh, could see me like multitasking majority of the time in my work or at my house. I can be seen as multitasking different tasks at one time. So this is what I regret about. Uh, I think I should organize things in more orderly manner so that things fall into a place and I don't tend to multitask over things because I feel that when I'm multitasking, I tend forget or miss out some of the important updates or deadlines which are coming up and back when I look back at that I just feel guilty that I should have properly organized my tasks so I think you should ask chat GPT to help you with organizing all of your tasks <laughs> definitely it would give me some amazing tips on organizing the tasks <laughs> amazing what is something or someone in your journey that you feel very grateful for yeah so that would be obviously my parents I'm very grateful for my parents that they have supported me in my tech journey and especially my dad. He is the source of inspiration since he has like a tech business and he has been through all the stages which I'm going through. So he's sort of like my inspiration in my tech journey from his inspirational lectures and motivational presentations. I have seen him grow to a person he is now. So I feel very proud to say that my dad is my inspiration oh. for the journey that I'm part of. Masha, I'm sure he'll love to hear that. <laughs> He's wonderful. And so is there anything else that you would like to add? Any kind of like tips or advices would be like, be open to challenges and be bold to take risks and don't fear the change. Just be yourself and be good to the others. Like no matter what life throws on you, be kind and be generous. And don't let that light within you get dim through any difficult obstacles. Just be yourself because the strongest power lies in you. Oh, beautiful. Mashallah. Thank you. Jazakallah. Yeah, my lucky. It's wonderful having you on. Thank you so much again. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me on this podcast. Alhamdulillah, I will stop recording now. And as always, thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. If you liked it and you like what we're doing at Tech Sisters, consider following us, leaving a review, sharing this episode with any friends, or even supporting us on Patreon. All of those really help us a lot. This is a completely nonprofit organization. We're just doing this for Sadaqa. So anything that helps more Muslim women find us and discover us and hear the stories is immensely helpful. 
And if you are a Muslim woman in tech, please go ahead and check out our community. It is completely free and fun and very supportive. You can join by going to our website at tech-sisters.com and filling out the membership form and you will get a link right away into our Slack. So it's really, really easy. And that is all for me. And I'll see you next week. Assalamu